Hello, hello, and welcome to Awakening Aphrodite. I am your hostess, Amy Fournier. This show is all about inspiring you to live a more fit, healthy, and empowered life in mind, body, and spirit, as well as help you to balance your masculine and feminine energy, tap into your true source of power, your intuition, and your real authentic self. Welcome to this episode that we are going on with our 10 part series that is based on my book, Foundations in Fitness and Fat Loss. It is my guide of the 10 essential tips that I've put together in my three decade and counting career of some top things that you might want to address in trying to be fit, healthy, and vital in mind, body, and spirit. And what I've done is I am sprinkling some episodes throughout this show, one of each of the tips per episode. So this is episode number three of that 10 part series on foundations and fitness for fat loss. And in this episode, we're talking about a very, very under-respected but important principle and that is drum roll please the principle of staying hydrated with pure water and why that is important and why when you are not following this requirement you're going to have all kinds of problems that you probably are not associating with being dehydrated in some capacity Yes, it affects your emotional state of mind. Yes, it directly affects your energy level. Yes, it affects your body's ability to lose weight and not gain weight. Yes, it affects how quickly you age and how well you age. And yes, it affects your ability to focus and to remember things and all the other things, all the other cellular functions that your body does thousands, thousands, and thousands of times per second that we are not even aware of, they all require water and proper hydration and good water, good quality, clean sources of water are required for us to feel and look our best. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into tip number three, which is staying hydrated with pure water. So Let's just start with a basic good rule of thumb, shall we? <laughs> now remember, everybody is unique, okay? We are all biologically, spiritually, energetically, physically, emotionally unique. Just like there are no two snowflakes that are the same. There are no two fingerprints that are the same, despite the fact there's billions of people. Heck, there's no two zebras that have exactly the same stripes. Nature loves uniqueness. Nature loves novelty. So we can be alike and even be of the same species, but we have unique requirements. And as I've mentioned before in other episodes, truly a requirement of being healthy, fit, and vivacious is understanding your unique self, self-knowledge, getting to know yourself, who you are, what makes you tick, what you need to feel fulfilled, happy, balanced, calm, and energetic and then respecting it and setting up your life to live according to meet your needs is vital in order for us to be our best. And as the 
title of my podcast show is Awakening Aphrodite. That's something that the archetype, the Greek goddess Aphrodite teaches us, that she was the ultimate example in a force, in a being that knew what she wanted, knew what she needed to be happy and fulfilled and feel good. And she gave it to herself. She didn't apologize for it. She didn't make excuses. She prioritized her own happiness and her own requirements and stood on her own two feet in that regard in a loving and respectful way to everybody else. But she did it nevertheless. So that's part of the reason why I named this show after her and what she represents symbolically. If you want to know more about that and learn about how unbelievably magnificent Aphrodite was, check out episode number two, where I talk about why I named the show Awakening Aphrodite. So back to water. This is tip number three, super important. As I mentioned, it is requirement for every biological function in our bodies not just the physical, but also the emotional, mental, and spiritual. So a good rule of thumb is to drink a minimum of half your body weight in ounces of pure, properly filtered or artesian spring water per day. So I'm going to repeat that in case you're driving or walking or whatever it is you're multitasking, which I love that you are with me at this moment. Thank you so much, by the way. I just love being together at a time that is convenient for everybody. Uh, so a good rule of thumb is to drink a minimum of half your body weight in ounces of water per day. Now that is just the rule of thumb. That doesn't mean that's it. That doesn't mean maybe sometimes less, sometimes more. And we're going to get into that because there's times that you might need less and there's times, well, there's probably not very many times you're going to need much less, but there's definitely going to be times where you're going to need more than half your body weight in ounces per day. And we're going to get into those factors. Okay. So, well, let's just get into those actually. Some of the, some of the times that you're going to need more water, depending on your unique needs, is it depends on your activity level, right? If you are moving more, if you're exercising more, sweating, uh, those will be times where you will require more water. Your stress level is a factor that will affect your water requirements. So there's a correlation between stress, psychological and physical stress and requirements for water. If you are stressed out, if you are busy, 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 if you're always running around, if you're constantly in a state of overwhelm and I can't get it all done and I can barely breathe and where does the time go and all these loops that we all get into, God knows I'm definitely guilty of those all the time. I'm working on those. But the more stressed you are, the more you are most likely going to be dehydrated and you probably need much more water than just half your body weight in ounces. Okay. So for that matter, let's just say you are a 160 pound woman. Divide that in two. That's 80 in ounces a day. Okay. So a gallon, I believe is 32 ounces. Okay, so you can do the math. Now, that's just the water you drink, okay? That doesn't include tea, soda, coffee. Definitely not coffee because that's actually a diuretic. Anything with caffeine actually dehydrates your body 
as does alcohol. It takes water out of your body. Okay, so you cannot count those type of beverages as part of your minimum requirement. When we say half your body weight in ounces of water, we mean water, just water. And no, it does not mean smart water and energy water and all these other fancy designer waters that are usually very low quality sourced water and they usually have added junk to them that are artificial and just not natural. Okay, so just water, water, water. If you are looking for a good filtration system, this is good news because in this day and age, they are easy to find a good quality one at a relatively cheap price. If the holidays are coming up or birthdays coming up or just because you deserve it, <laughs> this is a good time to tell people you love, get you a water filter system or send them one that you like. I actually have one that I send out to my email list that has been on my website that I use in my home. I think it's like maybe $200. It goes above my kitchen sink. It's not fancy. It doesn't require a plumber to come put it in. Of course, you can go Mercedes-Benz and get those high-end full water filtration systems for your whole home. You know, that's all great. But look, hey, like I said, this is the good news, okay? This is 2020, soon to be 2021. There are very good, effective, cost-effective options out there now to get properly filtered and sourced water because as you're going to learn, your body is 80% water, sometimes more, sometimes a little less, but approximately that. And so if you think of the vast majority of what makes you, you is good quality pure water why would you want to compromise and put anything that's not just the best you could possibly be made up of because remember how you feel how you look the quality of your skin hair nails your energy all that requires good water and something as basic as a good source is essential to prioritize in your life it is more important than the gym that you belong to, that membership you're paying every month, or that uh, new pair of shoes or whatever, right? Because it is you. We're talking about investing in you and how you feel and how you look. So dropping a couple hundred dollars or saving up or getting a collection or whatever you gotta do to get a good filtered home system is essential for health and fitness. It's an investment. It'll save you in buying bottled water. And again, it is up to 80% of what makes you, you. So some other things that will affect the requirements for how much water you need other than your activity level and your stress is the amount of caffeine you're consuming. I mentioned that coffee, tea, alcohol, all of these things are diuretics, okay? That means they pull water out of your cells and they pull water out of your body. So they're actually going to be counter effective to hydrating you. I like to drink coffee. It's one of the things that I have. Actually, as, the, as I've gotten older though, I've liked it less and less as I've gotten more sensitive to my body, my, my uh, ability to to have coffee and still enjoy it has diminished as I've gotten older. I'm actually finding sometimes I, I literally don't even like it. It's my body's rejecting it. And 
as I've learned to be more respectful and trusting of my body's communication with me, the better I'm looking and feeling, frankly. So that's just one little side note for you to pay attention. Uh, but yes, caffeine, caffeinated beverages, that also includes chocolate, by the way. <laughs> Anything with caffeine will uh, cause dehydration of your body, so you want to factor that in as far as your daily requirement. Nicotine is another thing that will diminish your body's uh, holding on to water in a good way. So don't think of it as being bloated. It's being, it's being your cells being able to have the medium in which they need to function to have all the fluids and nutrients to come into the cells and being able to, to detoxify and have things that are no longer needed or the waste product of cells leaving the cells. So if you don't have enough hydration, enough water balance in your cells, in your body, then they won't be able to function properly. And yes, it leads to weight gain and bad skin and stinky body odor um, uh, and wrinkles, other problems such as that. So nicotine is another thing that will uh, cause you to lose water. The more processed, packaged restaurant or takeout food you consume will also lead to dehydration, okay? These foods are always altered because they're man-made and to enable them to have longer shelf life, meaning for them to not spoil as quickly, manufacturers add salt and they don't add the good salt. They don't add the fully mineralized salt that has over 82 trace minerals the way it's supposed to be from nature no they add sodium chloride so sodium chloride is an isolated component of salt it is one component of salt it is one key on the 88 keyboard of the piano if you will it is not the complete keyboard so Sodium chloride contributes to an imbalance in the body. And again, this is the source of air quotes salt that we will find in packaged foods. That means anything that comes in a box. Yes, crackers, cookies, chips, all that stuff. Uh, frozen foods, prepared foods. Okay, they all add salt and dimes to dozen, I, like I mentioned, they're not giving you sea salt fully mineralized salt. They're giving you isolated, man-made sodium chloride, which will disrupt the body, imbalance the body. And that's when we get into problems with blood pressure and water retention and bloating and all of these other things, okay? That is not natural salt. So the more processed, packaged, takeout, restaurant food, all of the above that you eat, the more you're going to have an imbalance in your water sodium electrolyte ratio and the more you are going to need good high quality water okay so i can just say you know what i am not perfect of course hello i'm human i'm far from perfect but when i travel and whatnot and i'm stuck you know eating food that i wouldn't normally eat in a restaurant or in a airport or on a plane or whatever you better believe I'm drinking even more water because I am eating those packaged, commercialized foods. Okay, so just being aware of it, all right? Remember, with everything, with this show and 
everything in life, it's just about doing the best you can, right? It's about picking your battles. It's not about being perfect. It's about progress, okay? It's just, are you a little bit better than you were last month in some regard? Are you a little bit better than you were even a year ago? It's not about being perfect. Making health and fitness a lifestyle is a windy road. <laughs> it is a curved road full of a lot of potholes and fallen trees and snowstorms out of nowhere and blinding whiteout conditions that you didn't see coming and you don't have any antifreeze, <laughs> okay? But that's what we mean by making it a lifestyle is we've got to learn how to put on our seatbelt or fasten our life jacket and ride the wave, okay? And ride the ups and downs and not even expecting them to be a linear straight up line. You're gonna have falling backs. You're gonna have two steps forward, three steps back. It's all part of it. And again, that's a lifestyle. That's the people who keep going and don't get all caught up berating themselves and feeling guilty and all that, that they fell back a little bit, but just knowing it's a lifestyle, remembering this is a lifestyle, this is my life. And I'm gonna keep going forward at this very moment. I have a choice what I do next. That was the past. The present and the future are up to me. And like I always say in my online classes or at my workshops or pretty much all of my work, remember, you're only one meal, one workout, or one thought away from feeling better. Where there's life, there's hope. So regardless of what you did or just did or did last week, last night, 10 minutes ago, oh my God, I can't believe you ate the whole thing or whatever, you have a choice right now, right here. What is your next meal going to be? What is the next thing you're going to do? What is the next thought that you focus on? Those are within your control. This is what empowerment is about. It's not about the perfect people. And it's not about everybody else getting it and you being a loser. Okay, what's wrong with me? I get it. I've been there. I've done that. I do that all the time. Getting better though. Okay, it's not about that. It's about... Being mindful of what you're focusing on and the story that you're telling yourself and the way you're talking to yourself and empowering yourself, being your own best coach, being like, all right, you fell down, you ate the whole bag of chips. Now I'm gonna go take a walk. Or you know what, dinner, salad, and two hard boiled eggs. Or I'm gonna make sure I get up in the morning and I take a walk for 20 minutes before my day starts or whatever. It's that. That, my friend, is the person who is successful at being healthy and fit forever, okay? It's not, there's no difference between you and them, you and me. There's no difference other than maybe some things that I've learned that I am now doing that hopefully I'm sharing with you because again, I am not perfect at all. Just ask everybody who knows me <laughs> or listen to all my shows with all my mistakes and misspeaks and whatever. Okay. It's not about that. You get my point, right? So yes, <sighs> just doing the best we can moment to moment and making conscious choices that move us toward the direction of what we want. Being kind to ourselves, 
being the best coach we can be in a loving way to ourselves, encouraging ourselves and our spirit and not being the crap out of ourselves, berating ourselves is very, very essential to make this a lifestyle. Okay, so the last thing I want to mention about things that will contribute to dehydration that will therefore require you to drink more than the half your body weight in ounces per day something very important that we're all dealing with in this current day and age of modern technology. It is your exposure to electronics and electromagnetic radiation. Okay. So basically anything that you plug in, okay. Any, anything electronic, your computer, your phone, your laptop, your iPad, your television, all your appliances in your kitchen, everything that requires electricity. If you're living in a part of the world that loses power due to say storms in the winter. Okay. Right now, as I'm recording this, I'm in new England and we are known for our winters that we get blizzards and we lose power. And then I become acutely aware of how dependent my lifestyle and my comfort and my convenience and my business is reliant on electricity. Well, guess what? Everything has a front and a back, right? Like I've mentioned in previous episodes, the yin and the yang, the duality of life, the good and the bad, can't have one without the other. Electronics are wonderful. They enable us to do so many things. Hell, they enable us to be together right now. I'm very grateful for electronics. But the flip side is, is we have to understand what's happening on an energy level on a microcosm level when we are near anything electronic. My friends, we are basically batteries. Okay. Our body runs on electricity. It doesn't run on hot dogs and potato chips. Okay. It doesn't even run on water per se. Water is the medium, but our body runs on electricity. We are electromagnetic beings and because our body and all the reactions and cellular reactions and things that happen inside the body require an electrical current in order to function and operate, we are therefore affected directly and powerfully by any electricity in our vicinity. And that means invisible. So this is the tricky thing. We don't even know we're getting bombarded and we are because just like gravity and the law of gravity, you can't see gravity, but it's nevertheless extremely real, right? Go ahead and drop a rock on your foot and tell me gravity isn't something real, even though you can't see it. And for that matter, you might not even understand how it works. It still works, right? So you don't need to be able to see something or even understand it to at least accept that it exists. So this is a very important concept. Okay. I don't want to get too esoteric right now. That would be for another show, <laughs> but it's something to keep in mind that not to be paranoid, but just to be informed and aware that there are things that are affecting you that you might not even be aware of because you can't see them. Your five physical senses are not interpreting them. They're not sensing them. You can't hear them, taste them, smell them, touch them, see them. Nevertheless, they're still there. An electromagnetic influence from non-native radiation, meaning 
from non-human radiation will definitely negatively affect your body and your function, whether you know it or not. And I can guarantee you it absolutely is because we're seeing the ramifications of this everywhere, particularly with 4G, 5G, increased usage of technology with the pandemic and the lockdowns and more people than ever doing digital communications. We are, we've just begun to unfortunately go down this road of the bad aspects of this and to learn how that exposure, this unnatural exposure to outside radiation is affecting us. We're just now beginning to understand how it's affecting everything from your sleep, which is pretty much number one, to like I'm talking about today, your hydration level. Because electricity dehydrates you. Okay? So that's a long-winded way of saying drink more water, <laughs> particularly when you are on your phone, texting, working on your computer, on Zoom, on Skype, whatever, watching a lot of TV, gaming, whatever it is you do. But also remember that whether you are literally directly engaging in technology or not, as in one of those things I just mentioned, you are also being radiated all the time because unfortunately there are satellites in the, in the atmosphere that are projecting the signal. That's what 5G is, is there's satellites and cell towers that are emitting the electromagnetic signal and you can't see it. You're not even aware of it. Can't smell it, taste it, touch it, but it's still affecting your physiology. And we know this even with the uh, migration patterns changing with birds, the way uh, animals are nesting and sleeping in the seasons and the cycles. Uh, there's lots of signs of this invisible radiation negatively affecting nature and the way we function. And remember, we, we are nature. We're not even a part of nature. We're, we're not in nature. We are nature. So all of these things are affecting your body. So if you're somebody that's like, you know what? I seem to be doing everything right. I'm, I'm eating really well. I'm doing a nice balanced exercise. I'm going to bed. I'm even drinking water, but I just, I don't know, something's wrong with me or I can't lose that extra five, 10 pounds or, or whatever it may be. You might be somebody that wants to look into some of these other lifestyle environmental factors, which I will definitely be talking about more on the show because as a person who's been in health and fitness for over three decades, it is an area that is much underestimated, much undervalued, much under understood, if that's even a word, but it's probably affecting you. And it could be part of the reason why you're not getting better results because you're not uh, including this aspect of your life. Okay. Now in a future episode, I think it's episode maybe number eight on this series of 10. I'm getting into that topic more on electromagnetic influence factors and symptoms. Okay. So stay tuned, subscribe or whatever. And that's coming soon. Let's get back to water. Okay, so exposure to electronics and electromagnetic radiation is very dehydrating to the body. Okay, and this is a problem because anytime you're dehydrated, you are going to affect 
your life force. You are directly damaging your vitality, okay? Because de dehydration basically reduces the life force in your body. It reduces the body's ability to have all its millions of intercellular reactions, okay? It's water is required. Think of it as like your cells are little fish and fish need what to live? Water, right? Fish move around in water. Well, that's what all the actions and synapses and all the things within each of your cells, they need water to work. So no wonder why you have no energy. No wonder why you can't think straight. No wonder why, you know, your joints ache. That's a big one, by the way, is people who are dehydrated almost always have achy joints because the synovial fluid in the joint capsule needs water in order to uh, have the, the mobility and the, the fluidity and the, the, mo the motion ability. It requires the medium of water, okay? So, um, and the thing with electricity in particular of why it's dehydrating is because anytime you have something electric or electromagnetic frequency, that creates heat, okay? So electricity creates heat. That movement, movement creates heat. Think about what you do if it's a really cold night or day or whatever, like and your hands are cold. What do you do? You rub them together, right? You move them. You create heat. Or you might, <clears throat> I've been known to do a couple, bust out a couple jumping jacks when I'm freezing to death when I'm walking Charlotte, my little five-pound Yorkie. Okay, so movement creates heat and electricity creates heat because of the movement. The electricity is the movement of atoms and electrons. So that heat will dehydrate you. And when you're dehydrated is when all your systems are affected and then we get into problems like I keep mentioning, which also include not going to the bathroom, right? Being constipated is the number one reason is because you're just dehydrated. And actually, 80% of all your fecal material is actually bacteria, which is not even your food that you ate. And it requires a lot of water in your large intestine to move that through. And most people are walking around with several pounds of impacted fecal material that is just stuck in there. And a lot of times, people with the big guts, they're not even, it's not even body fat. It's not even belly fat. It's it's actually impacted fecal material because they're just chronically dehydrated. So are you picking up what I'm putting down? Are you now getting motivated to drink more water? My goodness, how cool would it be to lose 5, 10 pounds around your tummy if you just hydrated yourself more? Yeehaw! I love this stuff that's so simple but so true and effective. Okay. Also, being adequately hydrated in addition to weight loss and proper elimination and detoxification helps to control your appetite. A lot of times, you ever go to the fridge and you just kind of like, me hanging on the door and you're like, huh, I don't know what I want. I just, mm, you're looking around, you're poking behind the broccoli and you're looking behind the ketchup and, or you're looking in the cupboard or, and you're just like, eh, I don't know what I want. I want something, I don't know what I want. Okay. I bet you dimes to donuts, you are dehydrated. Next time that happens, I want you to go drink a huge glass of properly filtered pure water. 
and see what happens. Okay, that's usually the case. At least it's what I found in my career. Also, super important, being properly hydrated is required for your immune system to function properly. Sicknesses, viruses, pathogens, all illness requires proper water to not happen, basically, okay? For the reasons I kept I've been listing. You can't eliminate toxins. You can't eliminate bacteria. You can't help the body detoxify if you are dehydrated. Okay, so, and I mentioned about achy joints, back pain, that all requires proper water. So anybody who thinks they have quote unquote arthritis, other than eliminating gluten and milk and dairy, which is another topic, you definitely want to increase your water intake. And remember what I said about alcohol and caffeine and nicotine being diuretics, okay? Uh, now, before we move on, let's just switch gears to vanity, shall we? <laughs> you need to be properly hydrated in order to have plump skin. So to help mitigate or even prevent wrinkles, drink water, hydrate yourself, okay? It's not about the $200 skin cream. Sometimes it's about plumping from the inside out in a good way by plumping your skin and again, that goes back to detoxification and elimination. If you're not eliminating toxins and dead old cells and bacteria and any kind of things that you take in during the course of the day that your body doesn't want, it's going to come out your skin. And if it can't come out your skin, it's going to get stuck in there and your skin's going to look sallow and it's going to look dull and it's going to look kind of yucky and you'll probably have breakouts or any kind of blemishes and whatnot, okay? So if you even want to just approach it from a vanity sense, Drink enough water so you have plump, beautiful, clear skin. You have shiny hair. You have nice textured hair. It's not all dried out, which also has to do with eating proper fats and saturated fat in particular, which is what you need for good hair. Um, but strong and healthy nails also require proper hydration, okay? So, my goodness, do I need to give you more reasons why you need to drink water, okay? If you want to look good and feel good, drink water. That's the bottom line. So, also I do want to note that it's important to not drink the water that you are ingesting all day during your meals. Because if you drink during the meal, it dilutes your digestive enzymes and juices, okay? So, ideally you drink the majority of your water throughout the day in between your meals. And during a meal, you just drink enough to wash down the food, if you have any supplements, whatever. But that is not the time to think about, oh, I gotta get my water in, okay? You really wanna spread it out. Um, and also for those people who are listening and think, yeah, but Amy, I pee all the time. Is that you? Come on, give me a shout out, raise your hand, say me. I was hoping you were gonna address that, Aim. Yep, I got your back on that one. I hear that one a lot. People say, well, Amy, I don't want to drink a lot of water because I get to pee all the time. You, number one, need to think about the source of your water being a well-balanced, properly mineralized, alkalinized water, not some crappy source. Number two, you need to think about your electrolyte balance in your body, okay? So, there's, I don't want to get too technical, I don't want to lose you, but there's hydration inside the cell and there's hydration outside the cell. There's intracellular hydration and 
uh, intercellular hydration. So there's a way to have the cell hydrated with proper water inside it and then proper water outside of it, which is the medium. So people who pee all the time have a some sort of electrolyte imbalance where they're not able to retain the water properly. So it's a mineral electrolyte balance. Okay, so that's where you want to get back to look at how much processed food and sodium chloride is in your diet. I mentioned that at the beginning of today's episode that the more packaged, boxed, now this means bottles, cans, boxes, packaged, takeout food, restaurant food, basically everything that is not scratch made yourself and you know what every ingredient is, is going to have sodium chloride. That's going to disrupt your electrolyte mineral balance. That's going to lead to bloating. That is going to lead to peeing all the time, not being able to hold on to the water you have in a good way, so you're not constantly in the toilet, and helping to eliminate bloating, okay? Because the body's going to hold on if it feels like you don't have enough sometimes. Okay, so it hoards it. If it's like, oh crap, we never know when we're going to get water again, so we better prepare for the desert and be like a camel and hold on to all the water. Don't be like a camel, okay? <laughs> Camels are good, but not in the case that you want to fit into your jeans. So <laughs> that big hump can get in the way there where the zipper is. So yes, remember, we got to look at the big picture, right? It all goes together. So understanding water, food, how it all goes together is very important. And lastly, I would like to say it's very important to also be sure that all the water that comes into and on your body is properly sourced and filtered, okay? So anything that touches your skin or, or is on your skin is basically akin to eating or drinking it. So we need to be discriminating. It means that you don't want to use tap water, not only to not drink with, but also not to cook with, bake with, or wash with. Okay, because again, anything that's on or in your skin is, your skin is your largest organ. It's a big sponge. So anything that touches your skin is going right into your cells, right into your gut, right into your liver, right into your face, right into your eyes, right into your nails, right into your body. Okay, it's a big sponge. So we have to get filters. And again, it's a good time to be alive. These are not expensive. Get a shower filter. Get a filter for your tap. I give my dog filtered water. Like I said, I dropped $100, $200 on my sink filtration system. Now I'm done for years and years and years. I get quality water. It's a huge investment. I give it to my plants. I give it to my plants. I give it to Charlotte. I give it to people I like and people I don't like. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so get filters for your shower and your bath. And like I said, if you love your plants and your pets, be, be sure to give them filtered water as well so they can be as healthy and as toxin-free as possible. Well, there you have it, my friend. Tip number three of Foundations and Fitness Fat Loss Guide. You can find all 10 of these tips on my latest ebook, Foundations and Fitness Fat Loss Guide, which is the 10 key components of holistic fitness and fat loss. It's available on my website. I go into more detail. 
Um, I will be covering all 10 in some capacity, but if you're one of those people that needs to rehear it or wants to read it or, you know, just wants to digest it on a deeper level and really bring it into your life and your lifestyle, you might want to check out that ebook. If not, that's cool too. Um, but I really hope this helped you. I hope it helped you buy into why you need to drink water and not juice, not coffee, not tea, water and have a more holistic picture and a better understanding to be more educated and informed as to why. Because I truly believe that when people, I just respect all people and I, I think highly of all people. And I really feel that if someone is well informed, that's gonna really affect their choices and get them to be behind the why. They understand it and it gives them motivation to do it because I get it, I believe in that. That makes sense to me. Now I'm gonna remember, I'm not drinking water just because, hey, drink water. I'm drinking water because I know it's going to help me think better. I know it's going to make me feel less bloated. I know it's going to give me more energy. I know it's going to help my knee pain, okay? I know it's gonna clear up my skin. So that's why I'm doing these episodes to help educate and inform you as to the why because I respect you and I respect your ability to make an informed choice which will motivate you to do it. And then when you do it, you feel it and you live it and then you buy into it even more because then you're, you're experiencing how it's true. You're living proof that, oh my God, I can't believe it. Amy said this was gonna happen and now I'm doing it and I, I can't even believe it. My skin is better or I am sleeping better or whatever, okay? So the proof is in the pudding. Remember, your body always gives you your report card as to how you're doing. We just gotta pay attention, okay? Your weight, your moods, your energy, all these things are either positive or negative symptoms and reactions for us to understand and interpret, for us to be experts on ourselves in this present moment right now. Tapping in, asking the questions, taking a breath, listening to the answer, trusting the answer, and trying it, and then adjusting. Okay, did it work? Did it not work? How can I tweak it? What do I keep? What do I get rid of? What do I make part of my new way of being and thinking and living? And what didn't work for me, but I learned something and I can tweak it in this way, and now it does. That is the key to being healthy and fit forever. And I'm looking forward to exploring more of it with you on each and every episode. So I hope you enjoyed this show on water and the importance of being hydrated. Part four of this series will be coming up shortly. And I thank you so much for listening and subscribing, rating the show, reviewing the show. I always want to hear your feedback. And yes, constructive criticism, of course, is welcome. I am always wanting to get better. I'm new to this. And uh, I just hope it's helping you in some way. And I am deeply, deeply grateful for you taking your precious time and spending it with me. Thank you. Okay. So for now, Amy Fournier signing out. I already can't wait to be with you again.